It has been 18 years since this tragic day of September 11, 2001. Enough time has passed that there are currently no students who are alive to remember this very important day in our nation's history. In honor of this day, we're taking a look back to see what the adults at Glasgow High School were doing 18 years ago on this day and how that day impacted their lives. Okay, guys, we're here with Miss Botts, and we're just going to ask her a couple questions about how 9-11 impacted her life. So, how did it, what did you remember about the day? I remember that I worked third shift at the time, and I was at home asleep, actually, when all this started taking place, and my husband come running in the house, shook me in the bed, and said, you've got to get up, the world's coming to an end. And I got up, and I was like, what is going on? And he said, there's been some terrorist attacks in, in New York. You've got to get up and watch this. And it was devastating. I mean, we just sat in the living room and cried. We couldn't figure out what was going on, how somebody could actually do that to innocent people that they didn't even know and what was going through their mind. Okay, well, how did, how did it impact your life? It definitely makes you think about day-to-day -day life. There's no promise of tomorrow. These people were just at work or on a plane going on a trip or work trip, and you never know if there's going to be a tomorrow, and it's just sad that you have to live in a world like that, and um, hopefully it'll get better at some point. Yeah, we can all hope. Okay, well, thank you. You're welcome. Y'all have a great day. You too. <laughs> So we're here with Coach Pippen, and we were just wondering where you were at and how did it impact your life on 9-11? I was in the classroom, actually. I was teaching in Richmond at Richmond Model, and it was in the morning. I think it was around 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock, something like that. But anyway, uh, we were in class, and um, we didn't have the TV on, but people, in the, we could hear a lot of disturbances going on through the school, people kind of, you know, moving around. And so I poked my head out of the classroom and uh, teachers say, uh, you know, turn on your TV, you know, we're under attack. So we turned on the TV and we actually watched the second plane going to the second trade center. Um, it just, I mean, we were in shock because this was kind of a, you know, when you, when you think of someone attacking your country, you think of guns or, you know, warplanes. You don't think of people coming into your own country and using your equipment to go after buildings and things that, you know, are important to us. Uh, so we're just in shock more than anything. Okay, guys, we're here with Coach Stinson. And uh, how did the day of 9-11 impact you? Where were you and all that? Uh, it's a day that I'll, I'll certainly never forget. Uh, I remember come, I was in college, uh, had a class called History of the Vietnam War. Uh, and I go in to class that morning, and uh, this guy says, hey, have you watched the news? Uh, and I'm like, no. And uh, he was saying that they had a plane that had crashed into the World Trade Center. And then another person comes in like five minutes later. Um, he says a second one hit. And at that point, I think I knew it was terrorists at that moment. And... Uh, my professor was a was a Vietnam veteran, so he had a strong military background, and a, uh, it was very very surreal. You know, every before you'd go on campus, uh, throughout the entire day, uh, you had groups of students gathered in like little commons areas, and they were watching TV, and just everybody was glued. And I would go back to my apartment, 
uh, between classes and uh, just watch, trying to see you know what was the latest on it, what was going on, everything that had happened. And I had an anthropology class later that afternoon, and my professor was from New York, and I remember this distinctly. He said, I'm sorry, guys, if I'm a little shaken up today that uh, I think my best friend has just died in the World Trade Center. And, you know, that's all the way at Eastern Kentucky University. So certainly it, it impacted everybody. And, you know, every day, you know, I try to talk with my kids about it last night a little bit. You know, it's certainly uh, in the days after that, though, I remember it really bringing the nation together, you know, and, and something good certainly happened from tragedy. So it made an impact and something I'll certainly never forget. Thank you. Hey, guys, we're here with Mr. Crow, and we're just wondering where you were and how did it impact your life on 9-11? I was in seventh grade at Monroe County Middle School in Mr. Emerton's computer class, uh, sitting next to Nathan Ford. Why I can remember that, I don't know, but I remember Miss Lyons comes into the classroom and says, you have to turn on the TV, turn on the TV, and the first tower had been hit by the plane. Um, how it impacted me, I mean, I just, I mean, I, like I said, I can almost remember that exact day, middle school practice for basketball being canceled. I can remember what I was wearing. I remember the ride home with my dad talking about it. It's it was just a, it's one of those things that you'll never forget when you live through it. So, um, just one of those scary moments in life that I'll never forget. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, guys, we're here with Miss Ladine, and we're gonna ask her a couple questions about where she was and how 9/11 impacted your life. So, where was you on the day of 9/11? I was in my car taking some students out to work, and my husband called me and said that we had been hit and he knew immediately that it was not an accident. And he said, you need to get back to school and let them know so they can turn the TVs on. So I did. And as soon as we got to school, we all turned TVs on, high school, so the kids were old enough so they could understand what was going on. And that's all we did all day was watch TV and a lot of crying. How did it impact your life? Um, a, a fear. I, I became afraid for a while. I'm not anymore. But I was afraid for a while. I was afraid for my children, afraid for their, their, how their lives had changed. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, I'm fine now. Well, thank you thank for you. answering our questions. Hey, guys, we're here with Dr. Allen. So how did the events of 9 where were you during the events of 9-11? Um, on September the 11th, I was a teacher. I was a social studies teacher at Barron County High School. And uh, it was during my planning. I did not have a classroom, so I was in the social studies office when uh, I got a phone call from uh, my husband, who is a pilot, and he was telling me that something had happened, that they had grounded their planes and that he wouldn't be leaving. And then I got some news from the TV station and saw exactly what was going on. So it was, um, I remember being very scared. Of course, I was an, I was an adult. Uh, I was probably, I don't know, 24, 25. Uh, but just the unknowing of what was gonna be happening next. And so during my, my planning time in the morning, um, I was able to watch the news and see everything happening firsthand with the, the first building going down and the second one. And I remember after the second one went down, that I was, um, I was very afraid that we would go into an atomic war, nuclear war, something like that. Of course, just being a social studies teacher, I was just kind of thinking about those types of things and about where would they try to go next, who would they try to hit. 
Um, but uh, as a classroom teacher of high school students, um, you know, we had to de kind of decide. Nobody told us, so it was just an individual decision about whether we would allow the students to watch what was happening. Because again, this had never happened on U.S. territory, you know, our soil or anything. And so it was really um, a, a trying time and not knowing what the best answer would be. I called my mom, uh, you know, really just to kind of talk to her again, you know, which I look back now and think that's just kind of interesting, you know, that I called my mom because I really thought, you know, what if they, what, what if the world ends? I mean, that's kind of what my train of thought was, was that this was, this was it. This was the ending of everything. Um, I called her and um, I asked about my cousin who lived in New York at that time. And uh, he was doing an internship for um, the David Letterman show. He was a writer and my aunt had not heard anything from him. And of course there was no cell service in New York. Uh, no, you know, lines, no way to get in and out, anything like that. And so the shift kind of went from me just like being self-centered and just thinking about me being hurt or, you know, what does this mean for my family? Then I, I really thought, started thinking about my cousin and if he was okay and where was he? Uh, and so hours went by without anybody knowing anything, hearing anything from him. And finally that night he was able to call his, his aunt uh, or I'm sorry, my aunt, his mom, and say that he was okay, but he was uh, actually was on the subway whenever the first building was hit. And he was coming out of the steps when the second building was hit. And so they started running and he started running down the street and he took refuge at, at the New York Stock Exchange building. And so he stayed there for hours and could just see it himself. Um, and to hear him talk about that is just really, uh, you know, just kind of crazy to be there and to see all those people running and it just be so cloudy and dusty that you can't see anything and you don't know anything and just the, the sheer terror that, you know, was, was going on in people's mind and not knowing what was going to be next, you know, or what happening and what's happening and just, he's just talked about the sounds and just about how loud that it was and not just the sirens going on, but also just the people you know, screaming and crying and wailing and little kids and older adults just not knowing what was happening, just waiting for somebody to come and, and to rescue them. And then after it was all over, all these people going back out on the streets and there not being any cell service. And, and even though it's been a long time, still back then, you know, people had cell service and so they could call, but you couldn't call. So you couldn't call to, to check on anybody. So he couldn't call to check on his friends and he couldn't call home to tell his mom that he was okay. So it was just, it was almost like being stuck in, in time, being frozen in time and not being able to go. Like he couldn't go home. Uh, he didn't, you know, there's no food. He had just the clothes on his back and they were giving them water and just, it was just such an uncertain time. And then just being back here and not being able to talk to him was really scary, just not knowing if he was okay. And then dealing with teenagers and questions that you know that you guys have and being adults, us not really knowing how to respond or saying, you know, we, we've never been through that before. So the questions were, you know, do you talk about it in class? Do you watch the videos in class? You know, some kids, they wanted to and they had lots of questions. Some kids were, were crying and you know, they wanted to go home and lots of them were checking out to be with their families. And so it was just, um, it was a very trying time 
And again, since that had never happened before, nobody really knew how to how to handle it. Thank you. You're welcome. We hope that wherever you were on September 11, 2001, this day still holds great significance to you on this day. We take time to pause and remember those who lost their lives on this tragic day, as well as reflect on how it changed our country forever. Thank you for listening.